Stories Podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. Hello, episode 84 <laughs> of Guitar Stories. There you are, Dan. I'm here. My name's Andy. Dan's name is not Andy, it's Dan. How are you, Dan? I'm excellent. How are you doing, mate? <laughs> I'm good. You, you, have, um, you have less guitars in your background. You seem to be somewhere new. Uh, yeah, that's actually at home. So that's my little tiny little office, not 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 done yet. So uh, still needs needs a little bit of a a brush up. But of course, I'm not without guitars. I've got like one here. Hello. Ah, oh. it's oh, a, a lovely little strat you've got there. Um, so today we've got uh, Carlos Asensio from Guitar Viva. Um, I, I can't wait to talk to Carlos. He is such a fun person, such a nice person with one of the nicest smiles I've ever seen. And I know a lot of people with nice smiles, such as yourself, Dan. And yeah. I, I, I'm not sure who has the best smile out of the three of us. We might actually have to have a conversation and a competition because we, we can I have do to a get, poll. Yeah, we'll do a poll. I, I get told I have a cheeky grin. So <laughs> I, think, I think Carlos's cheeky grin is even more cheeky than mine. And um, I'm just panicking because this video just turned off but it's back again (laughs) (laughs) if you are listening to the audio version you don't get to see these smiles of course but i'm sure dan will post something on the instagram stuff and i'll put some shorts up as well and we'll post some lovely cheeky grins um sarang is saying we should have a smile off (laughs) a smile off oh yeah (laughs) i I genuinely think carlos might win i'm a bit worried about that (laughs) <laughs> Might be a new segment of the show. Right, let's have a look at who's in the live chat for the live people. We've got Please. Gary O'Neill. Hello, Gary. Uh, Fretlook. Fretlook. Some some person called Fretlook. Hey, Rafa. Uh, Valeria's here. Thank you, Valeria, for joining us and moderating. Rock Guitar Vibes. Sarang. Thank you also, Sarang, for joining and moderating. Poo Ninja is here. Uh, isn't it the eclipse this week? He mentioned. So... He's hmm. busy moving moving the moon in between the sun and, and us. Uh, and also, who else is there? Josh Tanberg. There we go. And Nissan 570LSX. <laughs> Greetings. Join the show. Dan, how was your week? I'm on vacation. So the weekend and Ooh. the week so far has been quite relaxing um yeah some stuff you know in the background but um not not too shabby doing fine so far uh and actually enjoying some quality time at home with uh, with the guitars so was moving around some guitars and uh learned a new hendrix tune or kind of refined the hendrix tune so yeah you know you never really learn a hendrix tune. no 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 it's just like you you approach it from from one angle and then you mature and then you approach it from another angle and then it just you know clicks sometimes so yeah and it was uh, it was um hey joe so basically a very 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 um like obvious choice but it never really clicked but lately it felt like i should revisit that song so i gave it a spin and um yeah (laughs) we want the video yeah maybe Maybe even I've learned that a few times, and every time I learn it, I realize how badly I was playing it the last time, and look yeah. forward to the next time I'm going to learn it, which is even closer to what it might actually be uh, yeah. on the record. That's the thing. When I, when I was like in my teens, I was gravitating towards new new rock, new metal, POD, Linkin Park, and all that stuff, and I never really had with, a with a, rock 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 crusher. 
Rock, uh, uh, rock, rock scratcher, scratcher, yeah, scratcher, yeah, rock scratcher. I, I found some scratcher. old pics. I found some old pics lately. Uh, I got to share that with I... you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Hendrix never like. I, I always appreciate the playing and and the vibe, but it never really like touched my heart. But the more like the older I get, I have a feeling that it's kind of, I know it. it uh, it kind of gets into my soul some, at some point, you know, some songs and I, especially Woods Driving. Okay. I didn't get yeah. Hendrix until I was mid-20s. I, I, yeah. The only song I got was Foxy Lady because of the Wayne's World, you know, movie. And, and, <laughs> and I just thought it was funny. I didn't get yeah. the music or indeed the, the playing ability, which is now several thousand people have unsubscribed from the YouTube channel and people have stopped listening to the podcast because of what I've just said. Ouch! <laughs> there it is. Truth. You want truth? You get truth. You yes. can't have truth and joy at the same time. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. Right. Um, I think it's time we bring in Carlos, our mm -hmm. wonderful guest for the evening or morning, depending on where you are enjoying this episode. Dan, I wonder if we have some kind of complimentary, explanatory introduction for him. Oh, we should. Uh... We should. It, it, you say as you manically click through things yeah, you do, I, because I ask you to to share it. But, uh, don't you blame me? Don't blame no, I me. I don't. I, okay, 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 okay. All right. Okay, blame I'm, me. I'm, blame me. Hang on. Before, as you blame me, I shall copy and paste it. Come up with why it's my fault. And um... <laughs> there we go. All good. No, no, no. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. So oh, I can I can I can start. Good. No, no. I don't need your help. I can start. Come on. Go for it then. Go for it. See if I can. All right. All right. Do it. So in episode uh, 84, we welcome Carlos Asensio. Carlos is a Spaniard from Sevilla in his early 30s who graduated in modern guitar and earned a living as a pro guitarist, teacher, and session player. In 2011, Carlos started to upload guitar tutorial videos on YouTube. And that's where everything changed because the first video, Wonderwall, was very likely not the most original, but it was effective as it was one of these songs that everyone, you know, that starts out on the guitar wants to learn. And uh, on top of that, Carlos update, uh, uploaded it uh, at the time when practically nobody was, was doing tutorials on YouTube. Plus, uh, as a, a Spanish-speaking guy, he kind of filled a void at that time. And uh, that was basically the starting point of his channel, Guitarra, Guitarra Viva. And, um, you know, from, from there, Carlos kind of steadily uploaded content and has become one of the most followed and reputable YouTubers in the Spanish-speaking world of guitar music or guitar tutorials, uh, with his channel being at the verge of, I think, 4 million already. Um, and Andy and I had the privilege to get to know Carlos already through various YouTuber events and really got to know him personally as one of the nicest guys around with one of the greatest smiles. And uh, one of the key points that I really like about him is that he stresses friendship and personal relation much more than just play numbers or business talk. So it was just a matter of time until we asked him to join the show. And it's such a privilege to welcome him tonight for episode 84. How was that? Hello. There he is. It's Carlos Asensio. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. Thank you very much for that great uh, way of introducing me. So thank you very much. <laughs> I'm very honored of being tonight with on, on this great guitar stories a podcast. Um, so thank you very much. Um, I, I'm a bit nervous, you know, because uh, my English is not my 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 mother language. So I cannot speak. I, but I will, I will try. But yeah. I know that guitar is one of your mother languages, so we can connect in that way, I'm sure. You yes. um, 
yeah i i really appreciate you coming on carlos and and talking in english that really really helps us because my spanish is non-existent <laughs> um it's embarrassingly bad what happens with me i might think that i know some and might accidentally say something so i apologize to all the spanish speakers now for <laughs> potentially saying some spanish words that make zero sense but it is great to be here and to to have the opportunity to talk in English because as I told you, uh, I, I like I would like to to improve my English. And for me, believe me, my life has changed a lot since I got, went outside Spain. And uh, now I know that I have to start speaking English. Um, that's the first step. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a great step. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to the show. It's, a, it's an honor to have you here. So um, as you might have noticed, we were talking about your smile and your friendly approach. And I truly wish that I did speak more Spanish so I could understand more of your YouTube channel because it looks great. You have one of the best looking YouTube channels out there. And if anyone hasn't seen Carlos's YouTube channel, then I know Valeria will be copying, pasting that in the chat right now. And there are, of course, links in the audio version underneath the podcast description, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm -hmm. But some of the, as Carlos's channel is in Spanish, some of the non-Spanish speaking listeners and viewers of the podcast may not know who Carlos is. So we thought we'd um, do our guest in a nutshell, quick fire questions, Carlos. Is that okay for you if we fire some easy, simple, short questions at you? I will try. <laughs> okay. Um, I, think, I think Dan went first last week, so I'm going to go first this week. Very simple first question, Carlos. Carlos, what was your first guitar? My first guitar is was like a Chinese guitar. Chinese guitar is was the most um, the most cheapest guitar I could afford. So I was working for I was working for a long time in a, as a pizza with a motorbike uh, delivering pizza. So with my first money, I buy that guitar. I remember it was like, uh, uh, it was before the Euro, it was like 200 euros. It was Chinese oh, okay. guitar, very cheap okay. guitar. Okay. <laughs> <Wow>. And I, <laughs> I, 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 I take the time, I took the time because I, I wanted to have a Fender and I, I, I make a decal by myself, Fender. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then somebody is, uh, uh, buys the guitar and he told me two weeks ago, okay, somebody told me that this... No this is not a real fender oh. <laughs> yes it's not a real fender can you see it's it's, it's like with um, a pencil <laughs> i made <it> with pencil <laughs> so maybe maybe one of those uh, pictures that you sell uh, like a meme on facebook saying i don't know if my fender or gibson is real <laughs> one of those fenders <laughs> yeah that's already a great story <laughs> it's, it's true it's already true. on Revealed that you're also a master criminal as well as. No, no. But I, I, no, no, it was a friend of mine. I I sell the guitar as a cheap guitar, so no, yeah. not. Fender, but he was he was thinking that he 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 buy the, the a, a real Fender guitar for for no money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, no. Fantastic. Thank you, Carlos. Now, yes, you're welcome. All right. So, Carlos, on your channel, you enthuse a lot of people and, and kind of make them play the guitar and enjoy the guitar. Who was the first guitar hero of yours who inspired you to play? 
it's my first um my 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 my, my really first um, guitar hero was Carlos Santana. Yes, mm. so I think all you know. And my name Carlos is uh, because Carlos Santana because my mom uh, is totally a fan of Carlos Santana and he she, she always hears his music and I say okay when I have a my boy I'm going to call him Carlos so here I am. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> wow. That's yes, fantastic. that's awesome. But so it's meant to be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was that's like so really ridiculous cool. to you, right? So Carlos yeah. made him play the guitar. <laughs> so was there a lot of Carlos Santana music around in, in at your home? With, with uh, your... Yes, it was. Uh, at, the, at the beginning and later, we switched to to Beatles. So <laughs> it's that the main reason I'm speaking English. Yeah, um, could have been called Ringo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ringo Asensio. Oh, Ringo sent you. That's a good name. <laughs> a strong oh, name. I hope to look like Ringo when I get old. He's like 80, 80 or 87, mm -hmm. something like that. He looks very nice. But <laughs> the first one was Carlos Santana. Then I switched to, to Richie Zambora. You know, I, I like the, the Bon Jovi band from the 80s, not the actual. <laughs> um, <laughs> and... Also, when I was thinking about my professional name, I my name was like Charlie Sambora. <laughs> so, oh, so it was like I wanted to be like Sambora because I liked his attitude on the on the stage. But then I switched it off Sambora, and so I picked my my real name, and then I start moving to new guitarists like uh, uh, for. Mm, uh, let me say Eric Johnson is one of my favorites, but uh -huh. it's great. Great tune, yeah. Wow. So Charlie Sambora. Charlie, yeah. So, Charlie uh, Sambora. I, I, I love it. So in Instagram, on Instagram, my name was uh, like Ch Carlos Sambora until like three or four months that I switched it to my real name. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I switched it. I know. I don't want some more Sambora in my life. I have enough. <laughs> Full disclosure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Next question, Carlos. Um, what would be the top tip you could give yourself if you went back now and saw your, your, your young Carlos when he started playing guitar? Oh, that's so much to say, but okay. Maybe I, I, I will change some decisions on my life, but I, I, I will give the same advice that I had um, and that the, 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 to always follow your dreams and don't think what if you can do it or not, you can do it. I'm not talking about legal. <laughs> so if it's always follow what what you think. Um, when I was young, I always was uh, uh, dreaming about uh, being on a stage with my guitar. I also I, I didn't play guitar at that time, so I think I just followed my dreams. If I were followed the dreams from my father, he would like to, to see me working on a bank or something like that, or being teacher. Okay, I, I like uh, I like teaching. I, I, it's my passion. But um, I will not change about the guitar. I will not give any any advice. Yes, yes. I will I, I would like to give myself and to the audience one advice. Is the most important of the guitar 
it has two, two tips. I, I could, I will say uh, to my students, one is to develop your ear. It's the mm -hmm. most important. <clears throat> so, because when I was starting at the beginning, I was playing more like a uh, visual. So all the, um, the mm -hmm. of course, Stay it was there, like, man. yeah, it was visual. And then I switched to start um, listening what I play. But not so long time ago. <laughs> so that's the main reason I'm not a super great guitar player. That was the that is the, the most important. And the second uh, advice I could give is to follow your own voice. So I think we have to develop our own voice because you know music is a language. And I will we always try to sound like Mark Nofrer, we always song, try to sound like all the people. Um, we have to, to, okay, it's okay, we're talking about this every day, but we have to try to talk with your voice. We can play another one's music, but the most important is to follow, follow your dreams, develop your, your ears, and mm -hmm. um, try to develop your own voice on the guitar. That's free advice. So... It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, good advice. Yeah. All good advice and passionately delivered. Thank you. Yeah. I, I try. I, I think I think the most important thing in the life, well, one of the most important, is uh, to follow and to have patience. We need mm -hmm. more patience in the world. Yeah. Uh, we need people that is passionate for his job. No matter if he's working, uh, building a house, is um, is uh, working on a bar or working. We have to give the best of ourselves, always. So mm. I, I learned that when I was working on um, I don't know the name, the orchestra. I, mm -hmm. I, I when I start playing in orchestra, I was wor wor working with a lot of towns, small towns, and uh, we were working. We, we were playing like the old music style. It was so boring, so boring for me that, you know, but then I have a, I, I, I have a, a vision, a, a real vision. There were two old, old people there mm -hmm. enjoying the music we were making. So I was bored, but when I see the face of all those uh, old people, they were smiling, they were having fun. So yeah. I said to me, okay, you don't have, you don't, you, you can't do that. You have to enjoy, you have to smile and you have, you, it's, it's, it's your mission in the world and your mission right now to be passionate. Okay, it's, if you don't like it, you have to try to, to like it and be passionate about what you're doing now because people are coming here to enjoy. Sometimes musicians forget about that they're making music for other people. Okay, we have to make our own music for, for us and for enjoy. But if you are working on an orchestra or something like that, you have to remember that you have to give the best of yourself because you are getting paid for, paid for this. And so from that time to until now, every time I, I, I take my guitar to, to play with people and when I go, I try to get the best of me. So especially if I'm hired for, for that work.
Hmm. That's excellent advice. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That makes me want to go for a run or something. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You have to stop me because if I, 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 I always start. I, I can start. I can stay talking here for yeah, yeah. one, two, three hours. You can go to sleep. I will be here tomorrow. No. Well, Dan has Dan has one more quick fire question for you. Uh, Wait, this is the quick through. questions. Yeah, yeah these are the, the quick, quick questions. questions. Yeah. Yes. So prepare for the long answers, right? <laughs> okay. One, one more quick question. Uh, completely unrelated to guitar. What is your favorite dish, especially Spanish dish, and how can uh, can you cook it yourself? This what is what is actually uh, like uh, food like uh, ah, menu or food. something. Uh, it's a fish. It's a fish. Okay. Uh, I don't know the name on English, um, but it's a fish. Um, dorada is the name on Spanish. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know if you if you know the the name. I, I can show you. Um, let, uh, let Valeria, me... I'm sure, will help us out. She'll she'll know what that is and and she'll show us. But hmm. it's a fish. It's a... let me show you. Let me show. Maybe you you like the fish. But yeah. <laughs> is it like a special recipe or is it? No, no, it's very easy to to make it. I yeah. don't know. It's very easy Go. to make it. I, I I cook it on my yes. I I, I put it on the fry with mm -hmm. a with fire and that's all. It's very easy. But let me tell you that I I'm a very good uh, cooking. I'm very good at cooking. Ooh. I I like it. Yes, I like it because. I don't have much time, but it's what I told you before. Every time I put it, I start making the best. Um, so I can make what you want. If maybe an paella. <laughs> that is typical <laughs> for okay. Spain. Okay, yes. next next time we meet, uh, we, we do some, some fish barbecuing. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I, so I, now, I, now I, I don't want to go for a run. I want to go for something to eat. This is, yeah. this is very inspiring, Carlos. Let me just point out what, what Gary O'Neill just commented. He said, like, an Englishman, a Spaniard, and a German walk into a bar. That sounds like a pretty good joke start. Yeah, that's it. Um, also, uh, Fretlock have said that Dan and I can leave. They just want to listen to Carlos all night. And I, I can absolutely understand that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sadly, though, we're going to have to do the opposite thing. We're going to get uh, Carlos to leave for a moment whilst Dan and I talk about one of our sponsors. So, Carlos, go and grab yourself a drink or maybe a magic golden fish, and um, we'll welcome you back in a moment. Um, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, uh, you know that, you know, you know, guitars are good, right? Yeah, I know. They're um, excellent. They are good. They're excellent. But no matter how good they are, they can be better. You think so? But how? I know so. I know so. And that is the raison d'etre of our sponsor tonight, Stumac. Um, I accidentally spoke some French there instead of some, some Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Stumac are telling us always that no matter yeah. how good guitars are, they can be better. And yeah. in the spirit of this, um, Dan has chosen a tool that he wants to talk about tonight. And it is... A tool that sounds a bit like a pop band from the early 2000s. It's a fret rocker. <laughs> That's right. And it's a, a kind of very handy stainless steel um, tool that kind of spans, I think, like three or four frets. And you can indicate uneven fret heights and kind of make sure that, you know, the fret 
job on your guitar is right or if it needs some leveling etc so um yeah it's, it's a very professional tool especially on tour if a guitar takes a bum or if you have any any sort of issues with it so you can just take the fretwork for an easy check and see um you know if it if you require some some uh, leveling or some fret jobs or not and uh, i'm always a big fan of those kind of you know handy tools that you can carry around and you know have a at your disposal when when you're touring so um it's not it's not cheap gotta say that but it's uh, definitely worth the money because you know that's one of those tools that you buy once in a lifetime and then you just carry it around with you until you're an old grumpy old man right yeah which was about seven days previous for me <laughs> <laughs> i had a grumpy week last week but this week i'm much happier i will also add on to that dan that i think it's one of the most necessary tools to buy for people that have um, uh, inexpensive guitars. If you're buying a super, super budget guitar, it's one of those tools that you can just check because mm -hmm. you might be complaining the action's too high or it doesn't sound right or the action's too low even. Mm -hmm. That can tell you pretty much instantly. It's not the only tool you need, but definitely research it and find out. And once you go down that rabbit hole of buying guitar tools and getting into setting up your own stuff, this mm -hmm. is one of the first you will need. Definitely. And uh, I, I read one, like, just one remark. I read one comment yep. that said it's a very precise tool, maybe sometimes too precise. And this is exactly what I figured that uh, yeah. when you, especially when you're dealing with, with entry level guitars, um, sometimes these tools can be even a little bit misleading because you have that high standard of that precise stainless steel tool that, you know, is perfect, perfectly aligned up to a tenth of a millimeter. And then you have a guitar that slightly deviates from that. And you think, oh my God, the whole guitar is crap. But, you know, True. That's not the case. It's just, you know, that's the highest standard. And uh, it's great to have a tool at hand. Yeah. To kind of make sure that it's how it's supposed to be. Yep. <laughs> okay, Donkey from Shrek number one. <laughs> uh, thank you to, to our sponsor this evening, Stumac, um, who we genuinely stand behind. Let's welcome back yeah. to the chat, Carlos Asensio. <laughs> Hey Carlos. Hello. Hola. So it's very interesting Hola, the sponsor you were talking about. So yeah. that, that sorry because I didn't understand everything. So you were you were talking about leveling frets. Yes. Yeah. It's very important that. So yeah. let me introduce. I have a. <laughs> I have a. I made a guitar. Um, <laughs> a, 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 so. <laughs> <laughs> hang, hang on, wait a minute, Dan. Dan, we need to do this, okay? We need this is what we need. There we go. Right. No, no, no. I <laughs> I made um I made a series with a luthier friend of mine, and we show how to you can um, adjust your guitar. And sometimes it's a bit difficult to find those uh, those tools that you were talking about. And it's totally too important because if you have one fret that is uh, a bit up, it will not sound good. So we made uh, this guitar. I, I buy the, the cheapest guitar on the internet. I, we put the all the most expensive we, we find on the internet. Um, we also use a tool like the one you show. So if somebody really loves the guitar and have the time, I will advise to, to try to, to, to unless adjust the guitar. It's the most, mm -hmm. it's very important yep. because it's very different to, to play with that well-adjusted guitar or is a bad guitar. A good adjustment can make it that you play more comfortable. 
Okay, the guitar will sound the same if the guitar is is bad. Is bad, but I will advise everything to everybody to make the adjustment. Mm-hmm. So I was yes, it was my opinion. Yes, I was not invited, but I invited myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it's excellent advice because you know usually if you spend maybe spend a little bit less on the guitar, but spend a few bucks on having that setup. Yes. It's the most important. Or, yeah, it's yeah. Mo- yeah. it's really the, the most important. It's like here in Spain, it's not uh, expensive. It's like uh, fifty or sixty mm-hmm. uh, around. And and, and then uh, my luthier, a friend of mine. Okay, he did. Um, he did. Uh, he's he refused my money uh, because. <laughs> but okay, it's my my luthier, it's my friend, and he put the guitar exactly as 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 I want, and if. You go to a luthier, he will be he will be looking how you play, the way you pick, if you pick hard or not, and he mm-hmm. will adjust the guitar. And sometimes we say, okay, the guitar is not good. No, maybe the guitar with a good adjustment will make it. We we will work nice. So yeah. if you are not confident with it, maybe the first time is a good option to to take the guitar to somebody who really knows how to make the job mm-hmm. and then try to start adjusting the thrust rod and maybe the bridge, all that stuff. Mm. Actually, that, that's something that made me, made me think a little bit in the past because we've encountered some cases where people went to pseudo-professional luthiers and they kind of almost ruined the guitars and then they had to spend a lot of money to kind of get those back i wonder you know everyone can call himself a luthier i wonder why there's no like some sort of certificate or you know where can we kind of judge there is there's there's like just to take fender for example they have fender certified so there are people that can be certified but of you're absolutely but right. Shops, anybody, right? Anybody can open a shop. Anybody can open a YouTube channel yeah, and, yeah, and make it, a video of how it, to do it. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem because, for example, my luthier, he was studying on a real luthier school. He knows, he knows how to buy a violin. He knows how, he can buy already a guitar, so he can make everything. It's not like somebody that maybe watched some videos on YouTube, and yes, starting making adjustment. So that's it's, it's, it. Maybe he can ring your guitar. So if you go to a luthier, go to to experience luthier, mm-hmm. to a good one. Yep. I, I will. I, some, sometimes it's better to to spend more money and mm-hmm. go to a, a to a to somebody who you who you know who is that is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a. <laughs> and, and sometimes you're not lucky enough to live near many of them, so you have to choose the one that's closest. So, yeah, uh, it's, it can be a hard job. But when you find a good one, make sure you give them all the money that you can give them because they will look after you and they will make sure that you get uh, what you need. <laughs> or maybe you can make us me and you can invite you your channel and he became famous and he always suggest all my guitar for free. <laughs> That's the second option. No, no. No, but I feel very bad when I he, he don't just doesn't pick my money, so I feel very bad for that. Yeah. <laughs> But now you say nice things about him, so that's that's you know it's an exchange, and he must be happy as well and proud to know that you're playing guitar set up by him. So I think there's a at least a karma karmic uh, exchange going on there that he'd be happy with. Mm. Right, it's time to talk new gear. So yes, we have some gear picks for you. 
Dan and I don't know what Carlos is going to talk about, which so far is the theme for the entire show. Okay. Um, but we're going to, <laughs> I think I want to keep Carlos to the end. Is that okay? okay? And I'll go first just because A becomes before D. And that's the only reason, the only reason <laughs> I can come up with. So um, it is time for uh, Gear Picks of the Week. Right. Uh, my gear pick of the week changed about 45 minutes ago. Originally, I was going to talk about the Line 6 Helix update, which I think is phenomenal. I'm just putting it in there because if you have a Line 6 Helix or HX Stomp or any of that sort of stuff, there's a free update. And I have to give props to Line 6 for constantly updating that stuff, which is now seven years old. So, yeah. I think anything that can be kept up to date and seven years old um, is phenomenal. And the new update mm -hmm. is great. And I will be making a video on it very soon. But however, that is not my pick of the week. My pick of the week is a guitar that I found in my inbox this morning. It is a signature guitar, but only for the Japanese market. It is a Fender Stratocaster. Um, it's the Michiya Haru Hata Stratocaster, Fender Custom Shop, Japan. Uh, it's heavy relict. It is a two-tone sunburst with a humbucker at the bridge. Uh, it looks very beaten, very heavy relics. Um, it's a Damasio at the bridge. I can tell mm -hmm. that because I, I read my email that was in Japanese and I saw the word <laughs> Damasio. Um, I don't know how much it costs, but I'm going to guess quite a lot. I know it's only on the Japanese market. It's got a maple fretboard, possibly a whole maple neck uh, with a reverse large fender headstock. So it kind of looks like a Hendrix Strat in that respect. Um, and it's what I like about it is it's not only heavy relict, but the the two single coil pickups are cream, but the bridge pickup, the humbucker, is black. And um, this is the first Japanese artist to have a signature guitar with Fender, which is also quite a big thing. Um, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, it's uh, an ash body. Uh, two two color sunburst ash body very 50s inspired um i'm trying to i put it into google translate the japanese um blah 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 yeah i think i've covered all the kind of specs and i would really hope that if you're listening to this you should go and check it out and, and google it somewhere um possibly on google uh yeah <laughs> that's my pick a fender stratocaster <laughs> All right, Re really got to find out how much that clocks in. I tried. If anybody in. in the live chat can do it, then I shall take my. I shall put a hat on, and then I shall take it off for you. Um, oh yeah, because it's a master any, any by Jason Smith, so I assume. Yeah. Oh. Well, definitely. I mean, Valerius sharing um, the, the links in the in the in the chat. Thank you for doing yeah. that. But it, none of the links I could find had a price on it, which, which no, makes me no. think. It's, it's I don't know, unicorn money. I mean, if I may, if I may, uh, no, you may a, not. Uh, guitar, you may not. You it may not. Me a lot of, of this little, uh, of this little <laughs> piece of gear, which, yeah. which is a sunburst Andy Timmons signature guitar that I've been playing for twenty years nothing, now. Looks nothing like it. Nothing. There's no, no not at all. Whatsoever. It doesn't even have a reverse headstock. That's like a regular headstock. No, it doesn't even look like it. 
but I think it's a great workhorse guitar. I'm not a big fan of the of the, the whole relicking thingy, which is a little bit over the top for me personally. Um, but at like three point three kilograms around that, I think it's a, a probably a very nice looking guitar. Oh, telephone. A very nice looking guitar. <laughs> Andy Demons is calling you. And it's yeah. yes. Yeah. Stop no, talking about guitar. No, it looks nothing no, like no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, wait. Andy? Yeah. Yeah, I know it's a knockoff. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. It's Dan, the phone's still ringing. We can still hear it. I, I already block it. I block it. Andy, Andy is, is always calling me. So, <laughs> so you. Uh, no. okay, maybe Andy no. should come. Andy Timmons should come. It's a, it's a great. It's a great looking guitar. I've got, I've got to give props <laughs> for that. I love the reverse headstock. You know, I'm always saying that the world would be a nicer place with more reverse headstocks. It's probably crazy money, but it's an excellent pick. So thumbs up from my side. Great. Carlos, do you, do you like that Strat? Are you a Strat guy? Are you a humbucker bridge yes, guy? Yes, I am uh, a super Strat. Super Strat. I love the guitar you the show. Uh, I I always like with the with the fat strap. Uh, the fat strap is just humbucker. Um, but it's very nice, that guitar you show me. Yes, I, I really like it. But I have, uh, I would like to get some, some guitar like that, maybe. But but I, I, I'm not the, sure about the relic. The relic. How do you feel about the relic? Do you like the the hard relic? I love it, Carlos. I think it looks phenomenal. The two tone uh, samba strat is one of my favorite looks, and was indeed the the color of my first guitar. And I I love relic guitars. I, I love the way they feel. And what I'm looking when I see that strat is not what it looks like. It's what it's going to feel like. Yeah. Um, Yes. No. I don't think it's posing it's, to, to to have a relic strat. I think it's absolutely acceptable. It, it has a very nice look. And it, it, when one guitar like that, when it has that look, normally it plays always pretty good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. So it's my, my turn? <laughs> Not yet. No, <laughs> it is Dan's turn first. But before you do, Dan, let's have a little bit of a jingle. Pick up the wig. It's great, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carlos. <laughs> yeah. What a happy show yeah. we're having today. What a happy, happy <laughs> show. I hope everybody's having a wonderful time listening to this as much oh. as we are having fun doing it. Dan, what is your pick of the week, mate? My pick of the week is the new Dan Electro uh, 50, what's the name? 59 uh, MNOS Plus Blackout. Um, and basically, I think it's just like a new finishing option with the uh, black pickguard and the, the flake finishes. Uh, but boy, these guitars, they look sexy. So um, Dan Electro is offering three different finishes. It's black metal flake, purple metal flake, and green envy. And uh, yeah, basically, it's a lipstick equipped uh, Dan Electro double cut with 21 frets, um, stack controls. Uh, wraparound bridge so basically a no frills guitar at a very affordable price and i'm just i was very intrigued by the looks of it because for around like five to six hundred bucks i think it's a very very interesting looking guitar a a pure stage instrument and uh, i think 
every every guitar like every serious guitar player should have at least have one Dan Electro guitar with lipstick pickups because you know for slide and and various songs it's just that that particular sound that you sometimes just want so um yeah that was that was my pick it's not the, the most spectacular or the most expensive or the most i don't know eye candy guitar but i was really really I was really like gravitating towards the, the purple one. That was that was that appealed a lot to me, and I was almost considering buying it, but I didn't buy a lot of guitars lately. So, what is the and price then? You mentioned it's not the most expensive. I think like between five to six hundred euros. I think it's five fifty in in US dollars. Um, it's they're kind of hard to get hold of in Europe, to be frank. But um, I would have to look that up. There's a, a distributor here in in Germany who's who's uh, taking good. Care care of uh, Dan Electro so maybe they know more but they they say the MSRP is around 570 so maybe street is 500 euros ish you know yeah yeah I'm but purpose yeah, bottle like. Dan Electro that's it's pretty cool so I can I can and you gotta you gotta give give uh, props to Maniskin you know the the Italian kind of phenomenon in rock music uh Vic from the, the bass player the lady she gave a lot of uh exposure to Dan Electro playing that longhorn double cut bass uh, so I think the brand is on the radar again okay Carlos what do you think it's great he's a very nice guitar <laughs> that's all I know in my particular I don't like the that that shape but I I think it should it should so nice I prefer your pick and it <laughs> It's not a competition, Carlos, but no, I'm no. happy to be winning. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. If you gave me the two guitars, so no, but um, okay. maybe Dan Electro, I like to. <laughs> yes. Well, I, is, um, Carlos, do you have a favorite color? Because Dan's is clearly the purple one. Which one would you take out of those three? No, the purple. The purple. Maybe the purple with yellow. With yellow pickguard, could mm. be nice. Ooh, yellow okay. pickguard on that would look amazing. Yeah, you're I right. Think it, mm. Yes, yellow. It However, was... I I'm strangely drawn to the green, even though it's the least flashy, the least sparkly of all of them. I don't mm -hmm. think it is sparkly even, but I think the green looks cool. It reminds me of my my favorite color, which is the olive drab green that Gibson do. Mm -hmm. I I, yes. I dig that, but I I. Absolutely, the, the green is very nice, but it's like a bit dark for me. I think. Yes, maybe if if we're more like a more like a cobra, AC cobra from the sixty. You know, remember the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Green, so, okay. <laughs> so, but I like it. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm I'm intrigued to know what our live chat people will do with this when we buy, borrow, or burn. But before we can do that. We need to know which piece of gear that Carlos is going to talk about tonight. Carlos has not told Dan and I what he will be talking about. I'm I'm curious. Carlos, what are you putting on the table today? Okay. I know this is not new. This is not new, but I would like to share some gear that I think is great. I think will uh, maybe be in the future of the guitar. Because okay. I, uh, there's a, I, I'm using a, a guitar that has a small processor inside, and so you can switch 
the, the sound of the guitar. Okay, it sounds as nice as you have a real amplifier or something like that. But I have a, there's a guitar outside that I, I don't know if I can say the name, but that is, it has uh, it has the Moir GTRS. I have three of them. I have three of them. Um, my favorite. The... Oh yeah, go, go grab it. We'll um we'll wait. It's this one. Oh yeah. And uh, also, I have this. Let me. Let me. This, this is very. This is like headless. They release it. It's yes. so nice. Yeah. Yes, this is the new one. This is okay. This was released like. Uh, I can remember. Two weeks ago, probably. Two weeks ago, yeah, this one. <laughs> so it's uh, it's uh, yes, but I have it at at the studio for two months. I think that I have been testing it. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's very nice. It, it has a color that changes. And okay. let me tell you that, um, sorry, that at the first, I will never, this, this shape is, I will never buy a guitar with this shape. But when I test it, I say, okay, it's very light and it sounds nice. And what, let me tell you that, Sorry, I don't have. <laughs> that, hands, you this, this Carlos, guitar. Yeah, this guitar is an assistant. Nice. Can we have an assistant for Carlos, please? So yes, I need yeah. it. Let, let me. Let me one moment. Oh, he's grabbing a third guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you're listening to this, Carlos currently has two guitars in his hand. Okay. And now he's picking up a third one. No, but BJD. I, I can see. Yeah, the BJD is great. I, I received it uh, a few weeks ago. It's great. But about the, this guitar, um, I I will never buy this. This It's not like the shape. I like it. But the guitar has some features that I really like it. And when I test it, it say, okay, it plays very, very well. The, the feature I like is that it has um, anything, all the guitars will take this on the future for sure. Maybe not the, the system from Moir. Maybe they will de develop because, you know, all, it, it doesn't sound as great as some guitar processors that are out there. But it has the, a good processor, sounds nice. And it has a feature that I love that is, is uh, wireless. But you don't have to switch here. I have mm. a wireless and I go directly. And, you can you can transmit without switching, without plugging, nothing. Oh. It has the the transmitter inside, oh, so wow. it's very very nice. But I like more this one. This one is the oh, 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 oh. I have to go to the gym. Man. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very very nice looking guitar. So, yeah. but okay, uh, you, we have to remember that it's a guitar that uh, goes around. Uh, to uh, 1000 and has a processor inside so it's a it's a guitar that is very nice and i think in the future will uh, all the guitar will have a system like this maybe maybe it's a system that you can update and put a different firmware maybe you have you can buy an ibanez and it has like a built-in processor and you can flash it uh uh, the amplifiers that you like from from somebody, or, yes, yes, and, uh, with with your yeah. presets, so yeah, you yeah. don't have to carry your get your amplifier. Because for me, it's very practical that I go live, 
I, I, I have all the weeks, all the weekends. I have like one or two gigs with playing with my cover band and I go live with a guitar like this. So with this one, <laughs> so it's very nice. And why I'm going live with this? Because it's not a super expensive guitar and it sounds cool. Okay. If you pick uh, another guitar or maybe a, a good amplifier with good pedals, it will sound much better. But audience doesn't feel the difference. Mm -hmm. uh, on the past, I was using uh, my PRS, uh, my favorite PRS and a, a Quad Cortex from Neural DSP. I have, uh, I was one of the first, maybe the first in Spain to have it. I made the review. I was using it live. And then somebody stole the quad cortex and my in my PRS from my car. Yes. Oh, yes. I saw your post about this, yeah. Yes, so it was totally so I I say, okay, I has lost like seven thousand today. So this Shoot. this is not going to happen. Mm. I will never leave again a guitar on the car. See. And I will not say for for a, for playing with my cover bank expensive gear. So I usually take this or another one that is cheaper, that one. And people doesn't, doesn't feel the difference because sometimes the difference is in, on, on how you feel the guitar, how you yes. feel the guitar. And yes. so a good adjustment, you feel it, is what make it. Okay, the sound comes from, from the electronics, all, all other stuff. That's my, believe me that I'm very happy with it. With, with, with that system, but maybe for my studio, I, it's not the main guitar I use. I have the PRS, sure. the PRS, the the PGD, and it's sounding great. So mm -hmm. I'm switching, I'm moving. So, but well, Carlos, I have that you, same guitar, happy. the one, the one you have in your hand right now, the pink uh, GTRS. I have that one, and sadly, the one that was sent to me, the bridge was probably done on a Friday, and the the bridge posts were out uh, and there was nothing Shit. I could do to stop the trem block from touching the body. Uh, and they, I opened it up and they'd done some crazy things inside. So they are sending me a new one in red, but I, the technology that you're describing, I absolutely get on board with. I think it's phenomenal. And two weeks ago, the headless guitar that you've picked up, that was my pick of the week <laughs> and everybody here hated it. And, and I wish that you'd been here to defend me because everything you've just said are all the things that I wish that I could have said. And I know that at the beginning of the show, you said that you had apologized for your English, but you've just said things that I couldn't say two weeks ago. Um, so you've absolutely outspoken the native speaker here and <laughs> more owe you a lot of money for all the things you just said because you've described <laughs> the guitar and its uses perfectly. But let let me ask you: Is is the P P series or the S series the one that you get? Because uh, the there S they have the S. Okay, the S is yeah, is is not it's good, but not as good. So uh, sorry, right. I'm going to another guitar. <laughs> this is the S series. This is the S. You can difference because it has a chrome, and this is the oh, P. Okay. The good, this is a, a very big difference. This is like a 500 and this is like 1000. Mm -hmm. This guitar is good for the money, but it's, right. it's a guitar that for 500 or less, 
it has like a processor that maybe costs like 200. So you have to exactly. have in mind that it's a 200 guitar, a cheap guitar with a processor. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So this has the same processor, but has more money on the bill. So yeah. this is very good. I use it like because I don't want to take this one to the shows because it, sorry. So. <laughs> Carlos, Carlos, whenever you decide to close your YouTube channel and just become the sales guy, I think Moa or Toman or Sweetwater, they would they would hire you instantly. <laughs> no, but this this guitar is, is is very good. And no, you have to to think about it because people say, okay, so sometimes people I, I was saying to people, okay, I'm using it live. And, and somebody told me, no, you are a liar. You are not using live because you have very more good guitars. Yes, it's true, but I don't want to to take it. To that place if i have a good uh, gift i will take that so please don't uh, tell tell the people from more to send you a p series because you will enjoy much more and right well the s series is already i i have to correct myself the s series uh, is here i've done the review and the thing i said about it was they've made a mistake putting that technology in this budget guitar they should have put it in a guitar that was a better guitar and Again, I might just point them towards this live stream. I might cut a section of this live stream and just have you <laughs> saying that and you've done my job for me. So thank you, Carlos. Yes. Uh, Carlos, I know you said that we should stop you talking and I'm going to do that now. Okay. Because although I'm I'm having one of the best times I've ever had on the Guitar Stories <laughs> podcast, we do need to move on and um, we can come back to you in a moment. And I know you're not offended. We're going to play a game called Buy, Borrow, or Burn, where the live chat people and us decide who has the best and worst gear pick of the week. And I promise you, if they choose your pick first, I'm going to kick off. Because <laughs> it was my pick two weeks ago. But, but that's sometimes people need extra time. Maybe I'm just ahead of the curve. So let's play Buy, Borrow, or Burn. <laughs> right so the rules of the game carlos is are you have as much money as you need okay so money is not a thing in this game it's just a game you have to choose to buy one of the three pieces of gear we've mentioned be it my japanese fender custom strats be it dan's dan electro sparkly or be it your more gtrs series you have to choose to borrow one of those. So a, an instrument that you are interested in enough, you want to play it, but not that you want to buy it. And then the third one, you have to burn it. Gone. <laughs> with, and I promised, okay. you, I promised you Spanish yes. with, with no, flavor. For sure, for sure, the most nice uh, pick of this week is yours, the Japanese. Okay. Yes, okay. The, the Japanese. Okay, thank you very much. I, I, I have to make... That three decisions. Yeah. One, I have to. Okay, but I, yeah. I, I can burn and uh, <laughs> just the pick just from hypothetically. Dan. It's it's not real. It's, so you it's know. not real, Carlos. It's, <laughs> it's just a game. Um, yeah, but it's it's very difficult because because um, I, my favorite is my pick. <laughs> but now, the, with the money, I, I will buy your guitar, the Japanese, and I will burn the, the guitar from, from Dan. <laughs> the Dan <laughs> and, and I will borrow my, the, the more 
It is. The, the, the more that you... This one. Yes. We, because we will talk in our free picks, no? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Free picks. But that's my... That's, but what, what does the people say on the, on the chat? Well, I've just put a poll up in the chat. And um, you've got the chance to buy the more the Dan Electro or the Fender. So um, please put your vote in now. If you're at home, then just shout into your AirPods or, or your car. <laughs> and somehow through the magic of the international show this evening, we will hear you. So yeah. um, shout it out as loud as you possibly can. And so far... Uh, I have to leave the poll going for a little bit longer because Dan's Dan Electro is the guitar that people want to buy the most so far. But as I'm talking, <laughs> that number is reducing. <laughs> so I shall continue talking for a little bit longer. Uh, coming in the second place is my Fender and coming in third is Carlos's more. Um, it's very close. While, it's very close this week. It is close. While we do that... Um, we're not doing guessing tonight, Dan. We're just going to go straight for what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for mine. I would actually, out of those three, I would buy the more GTRS once again. I would buy oh, wow. it. Okay. I would borrow the Dan Electro, and I would have to burn my own thing, the Fender. Because what it's... is wrong with you? <laughs> or would yeah. I? No, no, no. I take it back. No. I forgot that money was no option. I'm buying the Fender without a doubt. There is no doubt that I am buying that Fender. Man. But then between the other two, that's difficult. Uh, I need to. May I be the devil's advocate with the with the more? Um, yeah, go for it. I'm still I'm still having a problem with with the integrated uh, circuitry in guitars because of the uh, obsolescence that that any kind of electronic device kind of brings about. You know, so we had a, I think someone mentioned that the, the RG6, RGKP6 back in the day, that was a Chaos Pad equipped RG. And that was a cool tool to fiddle around with it. But once, you know, the, the, the electronics parts kind of is outdated and there's no updates, I think yeah. it really diminishes the overall value of the instrument. And a part of what, what makes a 59 Les Paul or a 9060 Strat so unique is that it's still it still keeps the integrity you know it's still the same amazing instrument that it used to be or if you buy a 87 gem in Loch Ness Green or something it's still that iconic instrument whereas who's who's talking about a a, a desktop computer from 2002 nobody yeah. right so I, I agree I mean, with you but may, yeah. may I expand that and defend the more by saying that as Carlos has just said he's gigging with it and it is good enough to gig with and it will be good enough to gig with for many many years so no it will never be as desirable as a 59 les paul but mm -hmm. as a working musician's instrument it will never get any worse yeah. so I, I absolutely agree with you but i also have to defend it in saying that there's no reason for that technology to be any worse so mm -hmm. it will always be a gigable instrument assuming that it doesn't explode or you know set on fuego <laughs> Dan, you are you are right, totally right. But le let me tell you that uh, I I'm with you. But the you remember the pot two one two zero? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. still if you know how know how to dial, it's yeah, like twenty years old yeah. and it works. And um, I like the does uh, uh, the the the. Um, 
the, the concept, but I think they should improve it. They, maybe in the future, future, maybe 20 years, we have like a pot that you can just plug on your guitar, on your favorite guitar, or maybe it's a Gibson or something like that, and you, and it can, you can wire and it can go directly outside. Okay. So it's maybe. So I think in the maybe in the fu- it's the future. But to be honest, nothing sounds like a real amplifier. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, a real amplifier, real your pedals. But for a working musician, it's nice. But we had yeah. uh, Carlos. We had a some sort of eureka moment last week. We had Andrew Boehner here, who is a you know next generation fret player, and he actually started on digital stuff. And kind of now rediscovers the the authentic stuff, like a real amplifier. So for him, the whole digital plug-in kind of game is what what is reality, and the rest is just something like like almost like a myth that he's kind of re- discovering now as he matures and you know gets you know gets access to these kind of options. So I think it's always a matter of perspective when it comes to that. And uh, I. I I would agree 100% that a, a pod 2.0 especially is still a great device and you can probably plug in a clone sand tower and make it sound amazing. But um, with that said, um, the, the problem... I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> no, it took some time, right? But no. I was busy. I was picking yeah. things. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm really having a problem with... with com- with that, that kind of um, hardware not being supported by the software side of things. So if you cannot, if you cannot, you know, uh, um, upload new sounds, or if you cannot um, reset that stuff, it's really tricky. So I, I would love to see some sort of, maybe, maybe even some sort of law or something that, that kind of makes the manufacturers support that un, until eternity, at least you know, with the basic functions. Because nowadays, you know, that stuff gets outdated so easily after three, mm-hmm. four, five years. Um, even video games, like there was a platform Stadia, you know, where people that people. Yes, were playing, I, I, I had an Stadia. They 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 should they they are they supposed to give me give me my my money. You have yeah. a Stadia too? No, 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 but, I no, but I've, I've never so met anyone with one. <laughs> but it doesn't. <laughs> I think I I know only all the, the the two or three people on the world that were using Stadia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know what? I, I I turned down my my subscription, so oh. I, I put um, so I put down subscription is is well, yeah. and then they. It's true. It's true. So I and then they closed. Stadia, <laughs> I was feeling so bad for that because it was like two days before I I put uh, I quit from Stadia, so maybe I'm the I'm the I'm the man who say okay this is the percentage that we can afford this. <laughs> so right, gentlemen, uh, about the technology, to... about the technology. Yeah, Let yeah, me yeah, sorry, go for it, Carlos. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yes, you can go sleep. I will start talking. No, but about the technology, the truth is that technology has to help us for our proposal. A good guitar will be always, always, always a good guitar. If you have a guitar that is only working with a, a system like Moore, okay, mm-hmm. it will get obsolete for sure. So mm-hmm. for sure. So for example, I have. Let me say another thing. One of my favorite, and it's totally um, actually that it's uh, helped me me making videos, is a, a neural DSP. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? 
I love it because it's really, I'm not promoting it, okay? <laughs> but I, I always was looking for this. I have two me two inputs and in one one of that I have my my voice and the other one I have the guitar and it can go to the to my computer and I have like the guitar stereo processed unprocessed guitar so if I want to change something I can and my voice I, I, I can have my voice processed and with no process so it's what I use but now I'm switching to amplifiers. <laughs> yes, why? Don't I don't know because if if you put a good amplifier, you can really feel the the pressure. But mm -hmm. it was we were talking before. It's mm -hmm. you, but in a recording, maybe nobody knows that it's a real amplifier or maybe a pot or maybe what you the helix. That sounds mm. great. <clears throat> agreed, agreed. Um, I would, I would love to hear more about what what kind of amps you recently rediscovered. But I think uh, we gotta make, take a short break to talk about our second sponsor of the show. Is that right, Andy? We do, but we've just got to finish off by Borrow Burn. So let's oh, yeah, just right. go to the chats. We we need to <laughs> know right. who's winning. What's interesting? I'm not sure if I'm going to do these polls anymore, Dan, because I I kind of prefer when people write what what they would choose rather than just click mm -hmm. a button you know I, I think people's fingers need more exercise um yeah. but what was weird is that over 40 percent of people would buy 40 percent of people that voted would buy the dan electro but also over 40 percent of people that voted would burn the dan electro <laughs> so <laughs> polarizing you know that we love polarizing subjects in our guitar stories podcast so absolutely agree that that is a great choice but let's just go to some live chat people uh we've got studio camille um who as far as i know hasn't dropped a super chat yet so uh, must be something wrong in belgium at the moment uh, he would buy the fender he would borrow the more he would burn the dan electro company for ruining a great band by an owner who supports anti-gay organizations Ooh, okay very very political comment uh, i'm not going to go into it because it happened a long time ago and I think you should be able to uh, to separate the guitar from the politics as the music from the artist. And that's certainly a conversation for another day. Okay. Silence came in the reply. Thank you. Right. Um, Sarang also, I hope you're doing okay. He said he just felt a massive earthquake here. Be right back. That's definitely the most worrying live comment I've ever received on a video. Mm -hmm. I hope you're doing okay, dude. Um, and I know that you will be. But he did say uh, that he would buy the Fender because it looks amazing. Good choice. Borrow the more to shoot it out against his fractal and burn the sparkly Dan Electra because he wants to see the sparkly boy burn. <laughs> okay. Just going to leave it there. Um, Dan, before we go to the sponsor, which we do really need to go to quickly, um, no. what would you buy? What would you borrow? What would you burn? I would buy the Dan Electro. I would <laughs> borrow the Fender just to try it out and uh, do a little bit of AB comparison against my AT100 and uh, burn Jesus. the more. <laughs> yeah. You hate me. You hate me. No, 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 no. I think, gentlemen, I don't think we have a definitive answer this week. Normally, it's very clear what's happening, and I, I, I really enjoyed Barbara Burn this week. But I don't think there's a definitive answer. Mm -hmm. And normally, it's just flat out I lose, and whatever else happens happens. 
Carlos, uh, we want to take you for a little break for a moment while Dan and I talk about one of our sponsors. We will see you in a little while. Dan, whoo, yes. it is it is a show tonight. What oh, a yeah. show. I I am I'm both 50% exhausted and 50% in, invigorated by Carlos's <laughs> chat. I, I really don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, so we've got another sponsor bringing Guitar Stories podcast to you, and we thank them verily. The sponsor is, of course, Guitar Auctions at Gardner Holgate, one of our favorite places to look at gear porn. Dan, mm. yep. tell me a little bit about Guitar Auctions. It's a amazing platform that more people I don't know should more people know about it because then definitely not definitely, definitely not. not yeah we should we should keep it a secret so please don't tell anyone don't tell else. anyone but like it's a super great platform where you can shop like used guitars in an auction format and there's like great guy Luke who's taking care of everything so once you purchase lovely a beard, guitar lovely beard. a lovely beard and you don't even have to fly out to the UK they will just ship it to you they will pack the guitar perfectly and and the great thing about this, there are so many gems, not Ibanez gems, but gems, like jewels in guitars that you can that you I, can I found find. one actually, Dan. I found one. Can, can you show so me? I, I, yeah, show it. It's this one. Yeah. It's a Ooh. Gretsch. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to whisper because I can't. Uh, oh, wow. It's a Gretsch Electromatic G5260T Jet Baritone. It wow. is sparkle silver. Um, and it can be yours because it's estimated to go between 200 and 400 great British pounds. And I think it's a stunning instrument. It's going to be fun at the very least. And everyone should have a baritone in their collection. Mm. Um, and as we know, guitar auctions, you can get some really expensive, exclusive, limited stuff on there from artists as well. But also you can pick up some bargains sometimes. And mm. um, that one even comes with a carry case. Some Sweet. quite quite decent looking case there. And they, they so do someone only, they do only offer guitars or what else do they have on, on auction? No, 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 Dan. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no, they don't. They there's a there's loads of pedals, but I'm definitely not gonna talk about those because I want to pick one up myself. So we're not promoting the fact that they have pedals, and we're also not promoting the fact that they have cool amps and things like that and memorabilia because yeah, yeah, yeah. those are the things that people don't know about that we want to pick up at decent prices. So we're not talking about those things because that would mean that people would bid against me. So that's one thing we're not going to talk about. But if we were going to talk about them and you wanted to know, you could bid and watch online at guitar-auctions.co.uk live on the 7th and 8th of December is the next auction. Uh, Luke will be there with his colleagues helping, assisting you. I will also be there as well possibly bidding on a few things because i bought three guitars so far from them and i'm working on my fourth maybe a couple Sweet. of pedals as well when when, when, when is the auction 7th and 8th of december uh, in fact um just under a month from the day we're recording this and going live so 7th and 8th all oh, right okay Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. So auctions.co.uk Okay, so we have a, a show on uh, on uh, St. Nicholas Day, and then uh, yeah, maybe we can talk about our favorites, or we shouldn't. We absolutely will. We'll give them a. We'll talk about the guitars that we don't want them to buy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, Mikhail, for the super chat. Uh, that means we can bring Carlos back. Carlos, have you ever bought a guitar at auction? No, I have never bought a, a guitar or, or that on that website. Just generally, do you ever buy on eBay or guitar auctions? Yes, or yes, because the back of a 
car and yes a uh, car. I, I buy a, oh i was buying you know I, i'm very old and there's sometimes that we do, didn't have website to to buy second gear guitars like now we have some of them that they are great and i think everybody buys uh, was buying guitars on ebay uh -huh. no and i buy a parker fly parker fly classic one on the usa and a friend of mine picked the guitar and, and bring it to to my home on spain oh wow it nice. was uh, the most then i sell it <laughs> i have for a time and i sell that's it that's how it goes that's how it goes <laughs> no but I, I don't usually sell the stuff i have so the other day i was talking with dan i think i have sell only three guitars on my life Oh, wow, okay. One, one uh, was the 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 um, Ivanes RG uh, 50, <sighs> the one I told you LTD. Yes. It was from the 90M from Japan. Yeah. It was like my real uh, my real first guitar. I, I, I sell the, the fake Fender and I buy the the, the Ivanes. It was a, a really great guitar, and then I sell it because. I really needed the money. Then I had, a, I can't remember this, this the guitar I had to buy because I sell it for, for the needed. I didn't net, I really needed the money. Mm. And I had to, to play with another cheap guitar. And then as it, it was cheap guitar, it was like a Yamaha. Mm -hmm. and, and then the, the other guitar I sell is, was a, a Bariax. Do you remember Bariax? Yeah, of course. The variants. Um, yeah, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only the four guitar. Yes, it was done. Was telling the, the the concept was nice, mm -hmm. but the sounds get obsolete. It, yeah. it, it didn't. It, it, it felt like a MIDI guitar. Mm -hmm. mm. Agreed. But I think the big pleasant. difference. The big difference was the the second iteration of the Variax. They had a kind of almost less Paul ish guitar that that had like great craft, uh, craftsmanship behind that it was just not like a a regular hurty caster kind of yeah. you know ridiculously I've had three, cool guitar three yeah. of the second generation variaxes i had the les paul the 59 i had the strat uh -huh. star the 69 and i had the standard and i sold every one after a month or two it just they didn't inspire me as instruments and if i want to play a les paul i want to pick up a les paul and i if i want to play a strat to pick up a strat or if i want to play a gem i'll pick up a gem to put another brand in there or and a pia or a pia yeah no there's nothing replaces a pia um <laughs> but what i'm trying to say can is I, can, that... I quote, can i quote that Andy first no you, no you cannot not for free um Damn. it'll cost you exactly two pias one for me and one for two uh <laughs> What I will say is that the as a gigging musician, it would have been perfect. I just wasn't gigging at the time. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, you know, I had the YouTube channel and it didn't help me. I'm like, I can't use a video with a with a Variax because people wanted to see the real Strat or the real gem or whatever. What I like it from the Variax, from the first, I had the, the first version. I was playing with the orchestra and I had the pot and you can synchronize by with an Ethernet cable, and you, I, I could have yeah. I could change the presets. I had an acoustic guitar, a dobro, and then I, I just switched presets, and it worked yes. nice for a time. 
Yeah. yeah, I love the banjo setting on. I thought the banjo but, setting was great. The, the guitar, acoustic setting was great. Yeah, the guitar yeah. was very bad. Uh, the feeling was like a cheap Chinese Chinese guitar, unless yeah. the one I had that it was the like three hundred. Or mm-hmm. I can remember the same three hundred, five hundred. I have the cheapest one that is well, the the one I could afford at that moment, and this this was like a cheap Chinese guitar. So mm-hmm. it was uh, we were telling before because you have to to feel confident with the feeling of the guitar. So yeah, a guitar comes, that sounds very good, but you can have to feel it good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to see Yamaha put the Variac stuff in a Revstar. That would be amazing because the Revstars mm-hmm. are fantastic guitars. Yeah. And then if they threw the an updated Variac software, in fact, I think it's about time that happened. Like if you look at the market now, how long Variac has been around, how long it's been quite quiet. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything, but I would not be surprised if Yamaha Line 6 did a Revstar Variax. It seems about the right time. But I think yeah. I think that uh, the, feel, the 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 natural way should should be I I I will go for it. Just for the modulation, the 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 effects, the effects um mm. simulation. Not about the guitar because it what you told. If you want a LP, you pick your LP. And it's very strange to to play a guitar that is not match with the guitar you are playing. Mm-hmm. So it's not real. So for me, yeah. maybe Variax makes something that sounds good, but the feeling has to be similar. Hmm. Yeah, of course. It's got to it's got to be like a proper guitar with some extras, right? And not like a a, yeah. a digital gadget yeah. that also can be used as a guitar. And that actually led me to the point. Um, I don't know if, if anyone uh, in the chat and, and uh, who's listening to the show knows that guy from uh, that that used to do the custom shop uh, Yamahas. His name was uh, Pasquale uh, Campolatano. Um, short name Pat Campolapano and he's now a principal master builder for Jackson guitars and, and Charvel and EVH and he back in the day he did all those amazing Yamaha custom shop kind of one-offs for artists that almost looked like race cars and you know they had all those you know designs that you would actually expect from Yamaha but they never really pulled it off and when you Carlos when you said you know or Andy when you said you wanted to, to see a new version of that he would be a person to invigorate the whole concept but unfortunately now he's no longer with with uh, with Yamaha so right. i think some 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 genius is gone there's some brain some some severe brain drain in that regard yeah. Well, then we probably need an idiot with a screwdriver and a YouTube channel. So, uh, Ryan, Burke, Ryan Burke, if you're listening, uh, I send the job to you, my friend. Yeah. Um, well, I, we've only got about 10 more minutes left with Carlos. And yeah. there's so many things. I just want to throw questions at Carlos and, and have him speak for 10 minutes. I. I, I love you, Carlos. I love spending time with you. I want to, if I may, share a little story about Carlos that, for me, kind of sums up an experience with him. Um, we were at Guitar Summit uh, this year, and we were staying in the same hotel. And I was there with Glenn Fricker and Henning Pauly as well, and, and a few others. And there was an orange juice machine. And next to the orange juice machine were these tiny little glasses, these glasses that were offensively small. Like, <laughs> what is the point of this glass? Like, like not even a shot glass. And 
I, I went there the first day to breakfast and I put my little shot glass under the machine and I pressed the button and it got to the top in half a second and I took it away and went to breakfast and I was quite pleased. The next day, I found a slightly larger glass that was supposed to be for water and I put that under and I thought, I am the king. I am the king of breakfast. I have broken the system. I pressed the button and I got a real glass of orange juice. Carlos comes with a tray with like a stein of orange juice with like, I don't know, let's say five liters. And I don't know where he found this glass, but I, my, my, my happiness of my, with myself suddenly went down to zero again because you, you basically brought a glass that was almost as big as you are to the breakfast table. And I will never forget that moment where I was so simultaneously happy and sad. <laughs> yes, I remember your face. It was like, where did you get that? Where did you get that? <laughs> was like, I was kind of angry. I remember was, being angry. When, when, when I arrived to the table and you were happy with your with your glass, oh, and then you saw me. And, uh, I I was thinking it was about me, some problem with me, but you were um, you were angry for my that my glass was bigger. <laughs> it wasn't a glass. It was but the, some the next the next day he picked the, the big glass. You pick it in big class, yeah. Yeah, I, I learned from my mistakes and I learned from the best. It's very much. <laughs> oh. Great story. That's a great story. So yeah, we, and... we kind of left off at the M section. I'm, I'm such a gear slut, if I may say. Um, what, what kind of M's are, are currently on your menu, Carlos? Do you okay, have any, any I have preference? a... A box from 9062. Okay. There. This, the one there from there. And wow. now I'm going to get a Soldano, some, mm. and, um, and a Tone King. I don't know if the Imperial of the Sky King, I'm deciding you know, on those, those two. Mm -hmm. So well, I have to amps. see what, what, which one do you prefer, Andy? Sky, um, King, Sky King or Imperial too? I would probably go for the Sky King. Okay. Mainly because I use a lot of pedals, and I think the Sky King is phenomenal with pedals. Not that the Imperial isn't. If I were to just use it for an amp, I would get the Imperial because I think it's a beautiful sound. I used it at Lewitt, and it's it was just it was just one of those perfect sounds. I I, I think I think I I was testing it at the Henning Seventh, and I really love it. That that amplifier. And also, Valeria, who was there, uh, he uh, he told me this is the amp everyone uses for for pedals, and he she she advised me to use it, and I'm very very happy for that. So, Valeria, thank you very much. Um, and it's really sounds great. So now I'm switching to to a real amplifiers. My problem with the amplifiers was that. Sometimes it gets difficult to to microphone the mic, the amplifier, and mix. But I, now I know that there are some easy ways to do it. To to grab, yeah. uh, give well, record the the amplifier. You know, all all know we all know that the stuff. As I told you, going outside Spain really changed my mind. Really changed my mind, and. Um, it's like a new world for me. Mm -hmm. It's very, very, Spain is very nice, but going outside in Spain is more nice. 
because mm-hmm. there are so great people out there that they want to help. So I'm not talking about Spain, but uh, the people I, I have met outside Spain, uh, both of you, for example, I have made new friends and I'm very happy. So I, I'm very, um, I feel very, very nice for it. So mm. thank you for your friendship. Um, thank you for inviting me here. Yes. I think you enriched a lot of lives of, of other people. It's like Andy and myself, uh, because it was, you know, as a with a big channel, you usually, usually expect a big ego as well. And then you are standing in front of us and you talk, you know, with us, like as if we knew each other for, for ages already. And that's just one of those instant connections where you just feel that the chemistry is right. And uh, it really make a big made a big difference personally to me to, to get to know a person like you. And then, you know, because it's, it makes things much easier if you have like a natural connection to each other. And if you can talk about everyday life, about family, about, you know, your personal hassles and all that stuff, I think that's important. And uh, that's, yeah, that's why I said in the introduction already, I think it's a, it's a, you're a rare breed and uh, it's, it's uh, amazing to see someone like you um, yeah. in that industry. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah. I'm very, very happy. And as I told you, the numbers are only numbers. Mm-hmm. If we to, mm. to, tomorrow everything goes down, internet doesn't exist, we have to be good people. We have to be friends. So if somebody thinks that he's better than other, just for mm-hmm. having more likes, having more guitars or some stupid thing, it's or not. a bigger orange juice glass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, 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 but this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's I'm very, I, I have to say this, um, to be honest to, to with the people. I, I have been working on, on this like for 11 years right now. And thanks for my friend, Firth that uh, is a very friend of mine. We're always talking. Um, he really, okay, we, we had our great connection. Um, um, he's always helping me because here in Spain, things were a bit difficult, especially with brands and all that stuff. So I was, I was fighting. And now that I went outside, everything is so easy. So easy. I, I, there are some things uh, I can't say here, but I'm very, very happy for being invited to to this podcast and to have you or both of you as as, as a friends. So because it's the way I feel it. So it's very. Thank you very much. Really. You're gonna have to stop, Carlos. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm going to call it there, gentlemen, because I definitely, definitely want to get Carlos back for another show. There are so many things that we've not talked about. I still have so many questions, and I just want to hang out and and spend time with you, Carlos. And Dan, you're always, as usual. Um, Thank you to the people in the chat for joining us. Thank you if you're listening to the future version of this. Um, Hope you enjoyed and hope it invigorated you as much as it did us. Before we love you and leave you, Dan, would you please ask people to rate the show and give it, I don't know, some five stars? 
Yeah, well, why not? So if you enjoyed the talk with Carlos, first of all, make sure to subscribe to Guitar Aviva and also check out his amazing interview with Steve Vai that was uh, almost like one hour long and very deep and uh, very touching personally to me. Um, and if you've done that and if you checked out the, the video, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes or on Spotify or any other platform. Leave a comment or a like or whatever you wish. And if you already did so, just grab your neighbor's iPhone or you know, and give us a rating. That will be amazing and make sure that uh, we'll be back with more amazing guests and maybe with part two of our chat with Carlos. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So goodbye. Goodbye. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Take care, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you.